There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. World leaders got together virtually this week for a bit of an impromptu climate summit called by President Joe Biden before the big climate conference in Glasgow later in the year. Today on the Debunking Economics podcast, we're going to look at climate change, but in particular the approach that's advocated by Bill Gates, which is all about the green premium. To go green costs more. If we can change that so that it doesn't cost any more, then the carbon-free choice will be the way to go every time. Is it that simple? We'll explore that idea today on the Debunking Economics podcast with Professor Steve Keen. I'm Phil Dobby. Welcome along. Well, there's a certain irony to uh, the podcast this week as we talk about uh, the environment. And we're talking to Steve Keen, who is sitting there with the air conditioning blasting out on a hot day in Thailand. Uh, look, uh, Steve, I've been watching a, uh, a TED talk with Bill Gates talking about the need to remove the green premium, which he's saying is the difference in cost between a product that involves emitting carbon and an alternative product that doesn't. So zero emissions do not cost more than carbon emitting products is, is the aim. But is that a bit of a pipe dream? I mean, it would be beautiful if we could get there, wouldn't it? If we could say, well, okay, buy this product because it's the same as that product, but it hasn't uh, harmed the environment in any way and it doesn't cost any more. He says, you know, we need zero carbon ways to generate electricity, to grow food, make things that we move around and and also help keep us warm or cool like your you know if you had zero emitting um air conditioning for example what a beautiful place the world would be well it, it's it, actually there's one way in which i think global warming is doing us a favor and that is that it's it's an obvious relative relatively simple mechanism compared to destroying the web of life on the planet and if we find ourselves jeopardizing ourselves just by that, we might think more about the web of life before we destroy that completely as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, to, to me, the, one of the dangers of this is trying to seeing it all through the, the, the guise of trying to get the prices right. Uh, and, and this is the mm. usual story of economics in general, that it thinks everything could be solved by getting the prices right, uh, which effectively implies that the ecology is a wholly owned subsidiary of the economy. And the reality is precisely the opposite. The economy is a wholly owned subsidiary of the ecology, and we're destroying it from the inside out. Uh, we're the alien inside inside the body in that case. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm never particularly enthusiastic about a, a mechanism that just tries to change relative prices as if that's going to solve the whole problem. Well, actually, I mean, it could mean our consumption goes up, couldn't it? Which is a different issue. Because he gives the the example of air fuel and the green premium. He says the average retail price for a gallon of jet fuel in the United States over the past uh, few years has been around $2.22, while advanced biofuels for jets cost around $5.35 per gallon. So the green premium is the difference between the two, which is $3.35. Not that I'd call biofuels green, by the way, but anyway. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, hydrogen maybe was the and well, we can talk about that in a second. But anyway, let's follow his logic. So he says the green premium is the difference between the two, which is three dollars thirteen, or an increase of one hundred and forty percent. Since airlines would not be willing to pay more than twice as much to fuel their planes, and many customers would balk at uh, uh, resulting uh, increase in airfares, the green premium on biofuel suggests that we need to find other ways to either make them cheaper or make.
make jet fuel more expensive or a combination of the two? Well, duh. Uh, but I mean, if you were to achieve that and get it so that, you know, biofuels or whatever uh, is the is the, the, the way forward that's not going to harm the planet, we would and it was the same price then we would carry on flying as much as we are now, possibly even more. Uh, and that's so th- the problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think this is this is where can we continue um, on the same growth trajectory we've been on, uh, just having that growth involving less carbon. And that would be possible if carbon was the only thing we were dumping into the, into the environment and the only load we were putting on the planet. But it's just the most obvious load. And if we, can, if we then think, well, here's, here's a way we can actually manage to either reduce the carbon load or to spread the cost of it to discourage more carbon over time. It might not be carbon that kills us. It might it might be simply that destruction of the overall web of life, which we're doing quite possibly at the level of destroying uh, um, phytoplankton. We could be taking that down, and that's what brings down the, you know, the, the fish populations, and that brings down the human populations. At some point, carbon could be a sideshow, a very you, important one, yeah. but a sideshow. Uh, but if we if we are saying well okay we're going to do less of travel or less of we're going to consume less then that becomes uh, uh i mean ironically i guess it, it means there's less incentive actually to try and find alternatives to 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 what we're doing so if we say we're going to travel less uh then that's going to be less of a problem so then then perhaps we need to invest less in trying to find a green alternative we'll just fly less we'll we'll still fly heavily polluting planes we won't sh- ship as many goods around the world so we're happy to have heavily polluting uh, uh container vessels because there's going to be fewer of them. Whereas if we say, well, okay, we're going to maintain our levels at the current levels, then there becomes an incentive, doesn't there? So then we can say, well, okay, let's, if we're going to fly as much, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it may be a bad thing. I'm just looking at both sides of this argument. If we're going to fly as much, then maybe we say, oh, let's look at hydrogen-powered jets, for example. Let's invest a lot of money into that. Let's look at ways that we can ship goods around the world uh, with uh, hydrogen-powered container vessels, uh, you know, whatever the, the, the most efficient way. If we're going to do less of it, then the incentive to invest to try and find alternatives diminishes a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, it, 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 it's this is a lot of this stuff is sort of taking a micro approach to a macro problem. You know, let's use the price system to get uh, costs up, so people will therefore do it less through the through the cons- through their consumption motivations and the price mechanism. But a large part of what we're talking about is a simple macro issue. We are we are producing far more carbon than, than we should uh, if we want to have a, a stable climate on the planet. So we're already when you, when you there's actually a, a website site that I. Uh, Located when I was writing the current book, uh, the New Economics uh, Manifesto, and I found a website that uses collates data from a huge number of, of studies of temperature around the world and lets you put in uh, comparative dates to work out just how much hotter are we now than we were, uh, you know, x x years ago. And when I did it for the period 1900 to 1920, which is pretty much as far back as the data goes, and looked at annual anomalies, we were already at 1.3 degrees above the level of temperature that applied from 1900 to 1920. So that, that, is, a, that is a macro issue that's telling us uh, we've consumed far too much carbon, uh, we've dumped it into the atmosphere and drastically increased the temperature of the planet. We have to take a macro approach and work back from that. And I, I, I think ultimately that's where we find ourselves heading to. But here's Doing it through I mean, the price mechanism won't cut it. But isn't his approach through the price mechanism isn't isn't it a macro approach? Because he seems to be saying, well, if we get the uh, this green premium 
down to zero. And he's saying it's not much, by the way. He reckons it's $18 a month for the average household, which isn't a great deal to pay. That's how much the difference is between you paying for something which is uh, creating carbon versus something that's not. If if we got carbon emissions down to to zero, no matter how much we flew or how how far we, we took goods around the world, then... Taking your point that there are other repercussions on uh, on the planet, not just from carbon emissions, but just our level of consumption. But if we, you know, w- there's lots of untapped energy, obviously coming from the sun. If we could uh, tap all that and uh, and uh, and without any extra cost, then the price mechanism works, doesn't it? That becomes the you know his 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 approach is all about saying, well, let's get it down to zero, so that there's zero carbon emissions. Yeah, everything um- looks sweet. No, it, it's it's about getting the price right so that the quantity drops out from the marketplace. But that's not uh, what he's saying. The, he's, he's saying, let's get the price down, not to reduce the quantity. Uh, he's seeing that the quantity stays the same. He's saying, let's just get the price down through investment in alternative technologies. So that those alternative technologies replace the carbon-based ones. Yeah. That's what that when he talks about the green premium, he says, "Yeah, it's the cost of uh, of, of do, how much more it costs to do something that doesn't emit carbon, and we've got to get that down to zero. That's that that's got to be the focus." Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's 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 not a mechanism I'm going to argue against, but I don't think it's the entire. It, 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 it there's no single solution to any of these these issues. So yes, it would help if it didn't cost you more money to use a non-carbon based form of energy uh, than a carbon based system. And that would therefore mean it's a sort of why not decision to go across to um, carbon free as, as, as based on carbon. But if we still have the same growth trends, uh, then even though we're not pumping carbon dioxide into the atmosphere, we're still increasing the load we put on the biosphere. And on that point, you might think, well, there we are. That That's uh, reached the conclusion that uh, there's more than just Bill Gates's approach to all of this. But there's also more to this podcast as well. And if you want to hear it in full, the full half an hour, then subscribe at debunkingeconomics.com or become a supporter of Steve Keen on Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Prof Steve Keen. Become a supporter there and you can listen to the, this full version of this podcast and 250 or more other podcasts that we've done over the years as well. That's it for this week. I'm Phil Dobby, he's Steve Keen, back again for another one next week. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you've enjoyed listening to Debunking Economics, uh, even if you haven't, you might also enjoy the Y-Curve. Each week, Roger Hearing and I talk to a guest about a topic that is very much in the news that week. It's lively, it's fun, it's informative. What more could you want? So search the Y-Curve in your favourite podcast app or go to ycurve.com to listen.